unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hey guys, how's it going? Today we have a super special guest. Um, his name is Robert Bonfield, all the way Hello. from Tucson, Arizona. I always want to say Tucson, even though I know that's <laughs> I know it's wrong. Yeah. Um, and he's got a really cool conversion story. We were talking just a little bit before we started filming today, and and so I think we're just gonna talk a little bit about what you've been through. And I think one thing that makes your story special is that you you said that you started as like you were raised in the church. Yes. Growing up, um, was it an all-member family or both your parents' members and everything? Well, uh, I was in a, a family of three. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was me, my mom, and my dad. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, my dad's parents uh, uh, converted to the church when uh, uh, my dad was five. Okay, and, so he was pretty young. Yeah, and they were, were branches of my mom's side of the family that had been in the church since the early 1830s okay so pretty much pioneer times and stuff yeah so you you and your parents and then you said that you um grew up in the church and then served a mission um where where did you get to serve uh the great city of boise idaho (laughs) well um well it wasn't just a city it's the area yeah yeah. so how did your mission go what well uh, uh the MTC was a very amazing experience. Right. And then I got out into the mission field, and uh, uh, things went south for wasn't, a while. Wasn't so great. What what kind of things, like? Other missionaries. Oh. Uh, uh, basically, uh, I grew up with the impression that uh, missionaries were near perfect people. Right. I I don't know why no uh, us think that, but it's true. Well, because I grew up the missionaries, my family rented an apartment to the missionaries growing up. And so yeah, growing up you just I mean, they're role models, you know, because they're oh, teaching yeah. the gospel and they're and the name tag and everything just kinda gives off this impression, but you forget that like they're 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 human. Yeah. I, I remember that. Yeah. I I saw a fairly decent uh, breakage of the mission rules, gotcha. and I heard of a lot worse. Right. And uh, uh, during my third transfer, I was deeply uh, d- depressed and uh, suicidal. Oh, wow, because it was uh, just that hard. Yeah, and I made uh, no secret about this. One of the missionaries... Uh, not my companion, but uh, one of the missionaries offered me a knife. No way. Yes, right. <laughs> no way. That's. I mean, so you're you're here, so yeah. So you uh, made it through that, but that's yeah. That's really scary. Well, thankfully for both him and myself, uh, I'm a, a bit uh, too much of a wimp when it comes to to physical pain. <laughs> yeah. So. I uh, I personally deal with um, you know depression and anxiety, and it's something that is like really um, I think those moments like as like as scary as they are, um, it's it's a miracle when you make it past that. 
Um, but I imagine that didn't make the rest of your mission very easy. No. Uh, to say that I wanted to, to, to go home was uh, a bit of an understatement. <laughs> and yeah, I was still depressed, of course. And so um, did you stay? Or? I stayed for, for the two years, yes. Wow. Um, but uh, my enthusiasm for for the work was completely dead, and, and I never managed to get it back. Right. Uh, I was basically only an effect, effective missionary if my companion at the time was. Right, because you just kind of worked with them. Yeah. So uh, when you finished your mission and when you came home, did that affect the church life after your church life afterwards? Uh, I definitely had something to, uh, to do with it, yes. Um, uh, I got uh, engaged twice within um, 18 months after my mission. Uh, you were excited and, to get married? <laughs> yeah, I was excited to get married, but uh, n neither of those uh, relationships uh, worked out, so mm -hmm. we did not get married, and... Uh, and after uh, uh, the second breakup, I was uh, com completely done yeah. with the church. I pretty much uh, consider myself an atheist, but uh, I was a lot closer to say I was a uh, I did not careist. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if it was a word for that. Yeah, because <laughs> did it? Did you still kind of? believe that God existed and it was more you just didn't want to, you just didn't care? Well, for one thing, I did not care. And uh, uh, on my perception of the time, it, uh, if uh, the God of the Bible and the Book of Mormon did exist, he was basically a monster. Because of all that had happened. Yeah. Uh, well, what happened in the Bible and the Book of Mormon and also uh, on what's uh, still happens right right all the stuff like just all the bad stuff and in, in general and yeah. how long how long did that last because i hear you came back yeah <laughs> somebody told me yeah uh so my mission was in june of uh 2003 to june of 2005 mm -hmm. um i was pretty much completely out of, out of the church by 2007 and 8 okay and I did not uh, start coming back until, well, seriously start coming back until uh, 2012. Okay, wow. And uh, the first time I had paid an honest tithe in years was uh, I, basically the time that I, I met my wife. And that was... Huh? I'm excited to hear this. How did you meet oh. her? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm, like, uh, and I'm like, keep going, keep going. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, I asked her out on a date. Yeah. And she said yes. And uh, the date went great. Yeah. And uh, uh, I had a lot of fun. She had a lot of fun. I asked her out for a second date and she turned me down. Oh. Said that she just wanted to be friends. Ouch, oh. you were friend-zoned. Oh. <laughs> but uh, uh, unlike uh, most people, I, I took that uh, literally that she just wanted to be friends. And I was uh, at this point in our hurry to get married. Right. 
Why would I? Yeah, where where were you as far as your testimony goes and uh, relationship with the church at that time? My relationship with uh, the church at this time was definitely recovering. Okay, cool. Um, starting in 2006, I, I uh, started getting involved a lot with uh, pornography. Oh, okay. And uh, my relationship with, with my wife became serious. Mm-hmm. Um, I started making more and more of an effort to uh, get rid of that addiction. Yeah. We got it taken care of, and, uh, well, uh, my wife and I I got engaged um, a few days before Christmas of 2013. So it was a year later after after you met? Yeah, a year after we met. And uh, we were married the following May. Wow. Yeah, we continued uh, to uh, talk and visit, and um, eventually it happened. That's so cool. I think that's moral of the story. You can get out of the friend zone. Yes, I did. <laughs> you, you can too. And and I I think that's awesome. And, and I well, and I met your wife outside, and you guys have the cutest little baby. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I think, he's great. Yeah, he looks so happy. Um. Yeah. So it appears, you know, meeting you guys, that you were both like very happy, seem to be very involved in the church, have this really mm-hmm. happy family. Has it always been that since during your marriage? Well. Uh, uh, uh both uh my wife and I have actually had a faith crisis since then uh last uh, July um uh I, I ended up having a great deal a great deal of postpartum depression uh, okay. and uh, uh then also in ended up triggering uh my more recent faith crisis. Gotcha. And uh, um, um, I, I still believed in the, uh, the truthfulness of the church, but um, I kind of figured it was uh, too dangerous to stay in. Okay. Uh, but what I mean is uh, with uh, uh, the, uh, the church's stance on the uh, uh, homosexuality Mm -hmm. and uh, uh, what if uh, uh, my kids in the future oh okay so like what uh, if your kids were homosexual then you were afraid of raising them in the in a hostile environment I guess yeah Uh, basically I mean that makes a lot of sense um, especially if um, you're all, and especially if you're already facing like the depression, then it just becomes that much more of a serious like. Yeah, and uh, both uh, my my wife and I are, are bi, so. Oh okay. Uh, um. So, so I I don't think uh, anyone knows, but uh, uh, if uh, uh, it's genetic, then almost positive that uh, that my kids will will. I have it too. Gotcha. So. Well, that makes sense because if you're pretty sure that your kids are going to have to face that, and especially um, since I've moved since I moved to Utah, I saw mm-hmm. how hard it could be for somebody who is homosexual in the church just because of the opinions and the culture around that. 
Yeah. My kids are going to know that they're loved no matter what. Yeah. Uh, whether they're in the church or not. Awesome. Uh, they won't be loved any differently. That's so cool. Yeah, because there's, I mean, there's a huge difference between church, church culture and the actual gospel. Yes, but oh, a huge difference. Yeah, um, but I could, but I could see that just meeting you guys. I can see that love that you guys have, especially for your little boy out there. It is a boy, right? Boy. Yes. Okay, good. I don't want to, don't want to assume He's gender at this point. Um, but uh, and so I guess um, earlier you mentioned, I think you mentioned that you had like I'm a spiritual awakening. Awakening. Yeah. yeah do you want to talk more about that? Well, I'm not quite sure how or why it happened, but, uh, I mean, um, I didn't ask for it, and I don't think it was really of it either, but uh, uh, about a month and a half into this, uh, uh, the faith crisis was basically gone, and um, um, I was... 100% a disciple of Christ. That's awesome. Uh, and, uh, well, uh, for instance, before last August, me doing something like this would have been completely unthinkable <laughs> for me. Uh, uh, technically, even talking is outside of my comfort zone. Something like this that uh, thousands of people would see. Right. Um, Is this way a lot more so. Yeah, no, that's crazy. So before August, I would never have done this. <laughs> I think that's crazy that um, I just love how much you've been through and that you've been able to come out, I don't know, still positive, still happy, you know, regardless yeah. of the gospel, you know, putting the gospel aside, just your personality. Um, I think that's really cool and how strong you've been. Um, but also, also that the gospel is still part of your life. Yeah. Wasn't always. But, right. Um, it, it, it definitely is now and I couldn't be happier. Cool. Yeah. So have you noticed a difference from, from being outside of the church and, and being back in a hundred percent? Yes. Um, I'm not exactly going to explain specifics, but, yeah. uh, myself, uh, I was in a much, uh, darker place, right. uh, personally, uh, 10 years ago and I'm not saying that it's uh, like this for everybody it was like it for me though I mean I think we can see the fruits of all that effort um, and, and... Uh, tithing blessings uh, uh, you will meet uh, uh, your future wife or husband <laughs> because of the tithing blessings <laughs> Like, I have paid my yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it, it, it's been a journey, and uh, uh, I am still a work in progress, and I'm sure all of you are as well. Basically, what uh, I like to ask everyone is to come unto Christ uh, to the best of your ability and the best that you know how. Something that I have long since come to the conclusion of is that I'm a Christian first and a Latter-day Saint second. And uh, uh, Latter-day Saint being second uh, is both a very, very close second and a very, very distant second. 
But uh, at this point, Jesus Christ himself would have to uh, tell me that the church is not the restored gospel, but uh, I'm completely convinced that it is. And uh, it's not because of what uh, someone has said or uh, didn't say. It's uh, the testimony that I received uh, directly from the source, from uh, God himself. Uh, If... You're not a member of the church. Uh, if you're not now or n- never will be, uh, that's completely between you and God. Part of eternity, eternity or a Godhead um, doesn't matter. Just come unto Christ uh, uh, the best way that you know how. Even if you're atheist or agnostic, do what your heart uh, tells you. Be kind uh, to to others, and like I said before, when you know differently or understand differently, do differently. Uh, and I would will be doing the same. That's awesome. Thanks so much, Robert, for coming on and sharing that with us. And I, my pleasure. And I hope you guys uh, take take that that advice to heart. That when you learn something new act on it um and then we can make the world better you know can be happier have you have any questions uh, maybe leave some in the comments and maybe we'll reach out to robert and like if we can yeah. find some answers <laughs> yeah and uh, i will definitely be there in, in, in the comments section so um <laughs> this would be nice. I, 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 I will around yeah and uh if you have any questions how to get out of the friend zone i think we have our teacher uh yeah so please like comment and subscribe and have a wonderful day thanks for listening if you want to watch our videos check us out on youtube or shoot us a message on facebook instagram or twitter